Do it. Oh, hold on. I just need celebrity net worth. <laughs> net worth of Toby Keith. Well, not much. I'm sure now, but Toby Keith. Toby Keith net worth. Net worth. Is... Toby Keith net worth. Okay, give me a guess. Oh, man, because he, get, he gets all that middle America redneck money. <laughs> like, he gets all of it. It's over a million, I know that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... Quite a bit over a million. Oh, no! <laughs> Wait, can I, can I look up a comparison celebrity? Because I'm, sure. I'm, I'm not good with net worth. <laughs> okay, Let's who's your comparison celebrity? Uh, John Cena. Okay. Alright, John Cena has a net worth of 55 million. I'm gonna say Toby is 24 million. Oh, no. Not even close. Oh, no. Are you ready What's for this, Toby? Scotty? What's Toby Keith's net worth? Scotty, Toby Keith's net worth is $365 million. Oh my god! What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jason Derulo. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time! It's time, it's time! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet featuring the two best 10 men of all time, and I'm talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E, that's right, it's Blake Tanner! Hey yo, it's me, the B, Blake Tanner, and over there is the S, Scotty Moore. Okay. I wasn't feeling oh, terribly shitty. creative today. Like he's flowing like a mother... Oh wait, no, he's done. He's done. It's okay. Nope. I was I was wrong, by the way, in the wrap up. The Wiz Khalifa song wasn't done by Wiz Khalifa. It was Fetty Wap, and he's wait. making fun of Wiz Khalifa. I was fixing to say, uh, for those of you who are not on our Patreon, you won't get to watch the BS rev up, wherein we discussed Toby Keith's net worth and then a Wiz Khalifa song that's apparently not by Wiz Khalifa. Um, it's. <laughs> It's so fucking great, though. Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Khalifa. It's like when Taylor Swift released the song. Wasn't it Johnny Cash? No, it was... What was the name of the Taylor Swift song? Wasn't it like Garth Brooks or something? (laughs) And it was like, wait a minute. Did Garth Brooks write a song called Taylor Swift? Or did Taylor Swift write a song? Here, hold on. Taylor Swift. Swift. Garth? No. Single. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw, and mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I did. However, I did find his Taylor Swift single dot com. <laughs> oh, please tell me it's just a site that says yes or no. Yes, it is. It says it's Taylor Swift single dot com. You click on it, it says yes. Taylor Swift's last relationship ended two hundred ninety five days ago. She's been in nine relationships. In case you were interested. Her average relationship is 107 days long. Her average time between relationships is 8 months. The average age of her companions is 24.5 when they start dating. She's written 13 songs about them, averaging 1.4 each. Okay, I do not like this website. I love this website. That is is way too much information about Taylor Swift. It it makes me feel good as a 24 and a half year old man. (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. So you're saying I got it? So you're saying there's a chance. Okay, okay. You you gotta keep the hope alive. (laughs) Gotta keep that hope strong. Um, So also, Blake, it's the end of an era. It's the end of an era. This is the last load of BS that will be from Florida. Unless we go to Florida on like 
the worst vacation. <laughs> you know how our track record is at deciding to record while we're in Florida. It's really not the best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like the BS, a load of BS started here. A load of BS started here. Fight Boys started here. The BS Network was made mm. here. Uh, All the times that we drank and went to Universal were there. Here, uh, we fell asleep here. It's a big thing. Like, I remember being... I'm getting, like, sentimental now. I remember being at, like, a laundromat two blocks away from my apartment editing the first episode of A Load of BS and just being like, all right, I guess this is the show we're doing now. Awesome. This is the things we got. And, you know, you're going to be leaving behind your roommates now. <laughs> like, oh, uh, buds. Fro- Froggy Fresh. Froggy Fresh and Godzilla. Godzilla the lizard. They, uh, oh, I didn't tell you. The frog has shown up like five more times. And it, I'm, I'm desensitizing myself to the frog. Not to the point that I touch it. Because I'm still not at that level with it. But to the level that I can see the frog and just walk past it like, okay, cool, there's a frog here. Um, He's just there now. I'm pit- like, the, well, here's the problem I have with frogs. Is a frog is like a transformer. <laughs> because it okay. starts off it starts off just like a normal tiny little package. This little bundle of joy. And I'm like, oh that frog's cute. And then it starts crawling. And shit starts coming out of the sides. It starts like maneuvering and jumping up and down. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I did not expect this. I did not expect this. You were a cute little rock a minute ago, and now you're a terrifying hell demon. <laughs> Go back to being a rock. But yeah, I I walked in one day, and he was uh he was sitting on my oven, and I tried to catch him for a minute, and then that failed, and I was just like, the best part about that was I had set my phone down on my oven, and we like walked past, and then I saw him immediately ran out in fear, and then I turned around, and I was just like, oh no, the phone. He has my phone now. I can't use my phone anymore. He's well, taking uh, it from me. Hello, it's uh, it's uh, Froggy the Fresh here. Uh, this phone Hi, is uh, mine now. Froggy the Fresh here. Froggy, I'm gonna do a phone uh, call, listen to some Adventure Time, and have a good day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is he? Hey everybody. Hello, oh Froggy Fresh here. I'm a little Irish now. Uh, how Froggy are you doing? Fresh. I'm Irish. Hiyo. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and then uh, a a day later, he was in my trash can, which I was fine with, because I'm like, there's bugs in there, you can eat those. And then the penultimate frog moment in this apartment, I went to go to bed, and I was sitting in bed, and it's dark, and then I just hear from behind me, like a, (laughs) at which point my ass... (laughs) She jumps out of bed. I jump out of that motherfucker, and I turn on my light, and he's just on the, like, sill above my doorway into my kitchen, which is right next to where my bed is. Like, and he's just staring, and I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I'm on the couch tonight. I can't deal with this. Oh, sorry, buddy, did I wake you there? Because it's one of those things that, like, when you look it up online, and I know we're basically rehashing the whole episode where I had fear of a frog the whole time, (laughs) but, like, they're like, hey, put a bowl over it, or throw a shirt over it, or do something like that. This motherfucker is never in a spot where I can just be like, okay, bowl! (laughs) He's, like, in a corner, huddled up, and I'm like, no, there's nothing. I can't do anything right now. I'm going to die before this frog dies. Like, it's going to be insane. Uh, Also, every time that you look at him, you know he's giving you that stare. Like, he's just saying, try it, motherfucker. (laughs) You try try, Just try. How dare you? Come on. Come on. That was the best. Give me a challenge. I tried to catch him in the the first time when I tried to catch him in the bathroom. I threw threw a shirt over him. And the first time, like, he just kind of stayed under it. The second time, it's like he knew threw it, he jumped into the shirt, knocking the shirt away. <laughs> he, like, full-on karate kicked this shirt out of the way. It was like, fucking fight me, bro! And I was like, no, no, I'm gonna go record BS. You have fun in here, dude. Oh, you do whatever. You, you realize at this point, you are the frog's pet, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't care. I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm moving to a farm upstate, and that frog is going to have to live her alone now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Froggy. Scotty went to he went to live on a happy farm upstate. Oh, and... that, that poor frog. <laughs> is there any more? I'm trying to, now that I'm thinking, like, we have the frog, is there any good historical tales we need to revisit? Because, shit, know. a lot has happened in the past year. I... Mm-hmm faked out everyone by saying I was moving back home when I actually didn't. At which point, you're still the... I think, yeah, you're still the only one outside of my parents and my friends who know that I'm still in Florida. <laughs> like, okay. I, Thanks for wa- I, watching a load of BS, fucker. Like, Oh, I can't believe that they haven't figured it out yet. I'm determined. At least one of them. Has to have had a clue. Because today I didn't Mm -hmm. even give a shit. Like, I went to Epcot and I met Max, who is my spirit animal, Max Goof. Mm -hmm. And, which, like, even people who don't like a Goofy movie are like, Max never comes out. You could never meet Max. You have got to take this opportunity. And I was like, yes. Take your pics. It's the best moment. And so I went, I got a picture of Max, and I put it on, uh, I put it on uh, Instagram, and I'm like, if you like the photo, you should know at this point, I'm mm-hmm. not where you are. It's okay. <laughs> um, I am excited to get back and see, like, all the crew, though, because I want to, like, I don't know, do, do stuff. After you, after you give them a good fucking thrashing for not knowing where I you am, are. I dude, like, I don't know, because, like, part, part of them, I... I because they're very good at turning around arguments, my friends are. Because I'm really afraid of me being like, yeah, you guys didn't even notice. And they're like, yeah, because we have lives. And you could have easily just told us that you weren't here. But no, instead we've had to worry about you and worry about all of this. And if you were okay. And I'm like, that is the point. <laughs> but you Man, you don't also, fucking be that. Listen. You could have also came, came to my house and seen that I my car is not there. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'd love if this is the first episode of if, a load of BS that all my friends listen to, by the way. Because <laughs> it'd be no, great no. that they're just like... If they were so concerned, and if they were so worried, though, they could have asked. Yeah, fair point. And I, I, if they were like, where are you? I'm like, Florida. Just in, I'm, I have, I have in Florida. been a dick a few times. Where are you at? I'm at work. Oh, cool. How long are you there? Till like, 1 in the morning. Keep in mind, nowhere in my hometown is open till 1 in the morning, but it's whatever. <laughs> it's cool. Oh, um, uh, yep. This is the saltiest I think I've ever been on the podcast. But it's okay. It's going to go away soon. It's very nice. It's like, that's, this is my normal level of... <laughs> This is your salty at whatever I'm salty at. That's weird. Is like our dichotomy has even changed over the past year. Because I remember when I started the show, I was just like, because me and you're very good at playing the straight man to me being an asshole. And so when the show started, I was like, I'm going to be the weird dick through the whole thing. I'm going to be an asshole to everybody. And then Blake's going to be like the guy who's like, no, it's okay. Hey, don't be mean to people. Don't do that. Motherfucker, that shit has flipped. Mm-hmm. It has gotten to the level where I'm like, whoa, Blake, don't do that. Did you just <laughs> did you just punt a baby? Blake, stop yep. it. Look, <laughs> as long as these people aren't being horrid assholes to other people, then I'm fine with them. You're like the worst superhero. <laughs> you must have justice. It's a, justice will rain down. <clears throat> I dispense my own special brand of justice. And it's hot and creamy. Um, that, that, did what? you go to highpleasures.com then? <laughs> uh, I found this earlier because I, yep. I, I don't know why we are, we are on a horrible premise, which I think that episode should be out this Tuesday. If you guys want to check that out, go to the horrible premise podcast feed. But at some point, for some reason, I looked up how to give a good hand job, <laughs> and I don't know why, but I did. And you just, you gotta know. At which point, it took me to sluttygirlproblems.com, <laughs> which is my new favorite website. And then it took me to Jesus. one of their it took me to one of their sponsors, highpleasure.com. And in case you're curious, highpleasure.com 
sells one thing and one thing only. Jeez. And it's called sugar gum. I can't figure out if this is on par, better, or worse than the time that we spend an entire segment talking about the website that tells you different ways to masturbate. Yeah, Jack and World. I, lo- I, is it ba- Jack and- I can't remember. I think because we recorded that when I was still on my laptop. And I don't use my laptop often, so one time I logged in and I got on Google Chrome and at the bottom where it's got like Facebook, YouTube, all your frequently visited sites, it was just like, Facebook, YouTube, a load of purebs.com, and Jack and World. I would love if Google started implementing um, little notifications that's just like, hey, this website misses you, or you haven't <laughs> visited Jack and World in a while, why don't you go see what's up? Um, but yeah, apparently sugar cum is a supplement that sweetens the body's personal fluids. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God! Oh. It's not even... It's called a secretion sweetener. Oh, God. Oh, so so it's basically, hey, you know how pineapple's supposed to do this? Just buy our pill. It works better. There, it, There's pineapple, acai berries, cinnamon, papaya, wheatgrass, vitamin C, banana, and magic berry in this pill. Okay, I was about, I thought at first you were describing the different flavors that you could get the pill in. And I'm like, motherfucker, what is high C fl- or vitamin C flavor? High C. But high C. Like high C is vitamin C flavor now. Would you like to know anything from uh, from, from this website? Because, shit, there's a lot on here. Oh, my God, I can just drive two hours down the road and find these guys. They're in my... <laughs> nope, I misread it. I thought it said Miami. But it definitely Ooh. says M-A-I-M-I. Mamie. <laughs> Mamie? <laughs> Welcome to Mamie! <laughs> Welcome to Mamie. Bienvenido, we have Miami. Very, we have very sweet jism. <laughs> Sweetest in all the land. <laughs> oh, God. Test- Would you like... Testimonials! There are testimonials! I hated Jeez. how my man's junk tasted, so bitter and salty, and I spit it out the very first time. I came across high pleasures and read about sugar cum and bought some to try. I swear we ended up multiple times that night it came in and almost every night since. Well, I'm sold. Nope, this one's my favorite. No one knows how to eat a peach better than a woman. Sorry, guys, but thanks to sugar cum, I can eat juicy peaches again all day. So it works on both, I guess. This is very interesting. Eat those those juicy peaches. Oh, God. Where have we come? (laughs) Let's see how far we've come. Not very far at all, I was, but at least the cum has tasted a lot sweeter. I was freaked out on attempting a blowjob because I thought it would taste awful and also wouldn't know where to begin. My boyfriend told me not to worry because he takes sugar cum daily. Sure enough, he tasted like dessert. What? He tasted like dessert. My favorite is the fact that the dude takes it daily. He's just like, I have no idea. Like, because it says, take it an hour before you do anything sexual. This dude's just like, look, I'm just going to go all day with this. It's fine. Hey, he's got to fucking be ready, man. You don't know. <laughs> you never know when someone's going to jump out at you and scare you and try to try to give you a blowjob. <laughs> when they just, oh, surprise blowjobs again. <laughs> I guess that's what it's like living in Miami. Oh, God, all of these are Mamie. Welcome to Mamie. Welcome to Mamie. We have the sweetest secretions. Oh, God. This is... Here, here's some sex advice from sugarcumsweetener.com. There are approximately... Oh. Nope, there's, there's just one. There's just one. One article on tasting. Okay. Good tasties. Let's see. Um, Real tasty. 
It's all. It's basically saying, "Hey, just so you know, this is an average dick size, and you're fine." Hmm. And I'm like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Um, okay. Oh, wait, affiliate sign up. What? What? Can we become a sugar cup affiliate? No. Can we become sugar cup sponsors? Scotty, we we went through this when we tried to get BS branded condoms. A couple weeks back. Oh, yes! Oh, God. Welcome to our first sponsor of the show, Sugarcum. Wait, does that mean they sponsor us, or do we have to sponsor them? Well, what happens is it's an affiliate program, so uh, we don't get uh, a payment unless someone goes and buys Sugarcum. So we gotta be really into this Sugarcum thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'd like to recommend no, you go to highpleasures.com no, and pick no, up all the sugar gum you can. No. No, God, no. Just get all that sugar gum. Oh. You know the worst, you know the worst part about this segment? Is the fact what? that I've said sugar gum at least 50 times and it cannot be the name of the episode. As much nope. as I want to make sugar gum the name of this episode. I just, oh, is that, is that where we draw the line? Oh my god, it's $50 for a 30 days of sugar cum. It's not worth it. Oh god, and one of their preview pictures has, it's a spoon with some liquid in it and two pills of sugar cum, and then just a glass. Like, like it's like a tea set. And one of the teacups is filled with just a, a pale yellow liquid. Sugar cum. Oh, Sugar cum, no. Oh, this has become so much worse. Sugar cum, why did you do this to us? I just wanted to go to sluttygirlproblems.com and enjoy that. But no, you had to fuck shit up. No, this has been the shortest... Uh, fucking sponsorship deal ever this has been the shortest episode of a load of bs <laughs> ever well i'm thinking once we get done with this horrid horrid roundup yeah of slutty girl problems and sugar cum <laughs> maybe we could go through some of the like some of the fucking titles of our last few episodes <laughs> since the beginning because fuck there are some good ones Oh yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Let's let's. But before we do that, Blake Tanner, I would like to tell everybody out there about a little website, a little website called Merch. A little Marge? website called Merch that a lot of purevs.com, where you can go pick you up some nice shirts, put our faces on your bodies, put us wherever you want. Let's be honest. You can get. Uh, we make you a brand new shirt every single month. We have a new shirt which I adore. It's the new Invader Zim shirt. Which, did you get the picture? Because I sent it to you. I did. It, I forgot to respond. It, it was it, very nice. It ended up a lot cooler than I thought it would. It's got basically Invader Zim, but it's Blake. So he has like a little goatee and glasses. And it's got me as Gur. So Gur has a big fuck off beard. And instead of the dog, instead of the dog onesie, it's a unicorn onesie. And yeah. it's really cool shirt. I like it. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, I'm hoping. Go on. Like we're not at the level to get content strikes, but I hope that we don't get one for that. I don't think you would, because it's a parody, and parody is fair use, so we should be fine there. But of course, uh, uh, it's officially a parody now. We have stated it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a parody of Invader Zim, but with us. And, uh, yeah, we make a brand new shirt every single month, uh, and it's all made by us. Like, I design a brand new shirt every month. We put it on a shirt, make sure it looks good for you guys. And we got it over there. We've got BS shirts. We've got Fight Boys, our pro wrestling podcast. We've got merch for Quizzle Court, my book, all over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Go pick you up some merch, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Blake, what are you... (laughs) What are you enjoying so much about our episode titles? Hold on. Well, let's just go... Let's just go back. Back to day one. Back to square one. Back to the beginning. 
Ketchup is a vegetable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ketchup is a smoothie. Ketchup is a vegetable. Episode yeah. two's title is just woo. <laughs> I wonder why we called it that. <laughs> Maybe it all that was oh that was the origin. That was that the was, first. Woo! Mm-hmm. That was the first that was episode the first of Rick. Episode. We talked about Gatlinburg. Yeah. I guess that was when I got back from my trip to Gatlinburg. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, let's see. I'm trying to say. Oh, episode six. That was the origin of Momoa. We have Samoa oh. Curry. Yep. Oh. I forgot that his original name was Samoa Curry. No, it was Momoa. It, it was, was just I couldn't pronounce anything correctly that episode. Oh, that's oh, fine. Dicks out for Roddy was a good one. Yes. Nuke and Duke. Nuke and Duke. That was God, a good, that's yeah, still that vomity episode. That, that was we one of had to that we had to put out or else <laughs> like it was gonna take way too long for wrestlers court to come out. Mm-hmm. Oh, it s- took us snooperoo. Took us almost three weeks to get wrestlers court out, didn't it? it? No, it was like five weeks. It was a very, it was over a month to get wrestlers court out. Jeez, wrestlers court was an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see, any other good ones? Mystery There's... Hunks, when we had our first, well, second guest, Austin, which was yep. a good one. Oh, Spookless in Seattle. My favorite thing about the title of Spookless in Seattle is it's not something that made me laugh during the episode. It was something that made me laugh afterwards. <laughs> I, I've realized that, like, I have that, I guess to make a comparison is if you listen to my brother, my brother, and me, I have, like, the Travis thing. Where, like, I'll say things and they'll kind of fly under the radar until you listen to them later. Mm-hmm. But I think we both do that because there are some times where I've been listening to the podcast and, like, one of us just says something and I've completely forgotten that that happened. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun minute. Uh, I just, I really like some of our... I feel bad because now I'm looking back and going like, oh, wait, BS versus the world was a thing we had and then abandoned. But it's now it's now possibly going to be revived as a book, so that's good. I, I feel like oh, we're doing man. our year, our celebration of one year, even though it's still two weeks uh, before our year happens, before our first anniversary. Well, you know, I think we should just kind of go ahead and get that done, get yeah, that out of the way. I have a good idea for what we're gonna do for our anniversary episode, anyways. But I do want to do something right now, fresh. But it is going to revisit kind of something we did and which episode was it? Was it episode 20? I think it was the episode where we had our first live show on the, yeah, episode 20, Cuckin' and Jivin', when we had our first, when we had our first, um, what's it called? Had our first live stream. Yeah. And I want to revisit something we did there by doing it again. And what I mean, Blake Tanner... <laughs> Oh boy! Is watching a brand new Toby Keith music video. All right, here we go. Well, <laughs> there's bubbles. I like bubbles. And a very, uh, a very familiar song. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we zoom in on um, the oldest man, just the oldest boy. When did Toby Keith get old? Like, this is the man that I remember in the early 2000s singing about fucking How Do You Like Me Now and Red Solo Cups and partying. Because for those of you out there who listen to the BS Rev Up, you know this man is also worth $355 million. This psychopath of a man. He does... He really has embraced his inner, like, southern psycho crazy dude, right? I mean, that's gotta be what it is. Jesus, look at his face. Like, this man is going to shoot somebody because, like, they cut in line in front of him at the DMV one day. Well, um, here, let's let's, let's take a listen to some of these lyrics. Okay. Oh, yeah, you go. Okay, here we go. I really love all these people bebopping, like, I'm not sure why. 
Until God Toby. They just always smile. Is a woman. She works down the hall. Shows up on time. She likes balls to the wall. Okay. So, so Wanda, Wanda is a lady who works with Toby Keith. She's apparently mm-hmm. balls to the wall. Um, Toby Keith using that term. Yeah, he did. That was a lyric. You know, yep. she's like balls to uh, the wall. Which no, I, don't think I, Toby, I know. I, I know that he. I know that he used. The, I know that he said she was like ball. It's just like Toby. Stop. <laughs> I don't think You're... he knows what the word balls to the wall means. He's just like, all right, let's go for it. Well, it gets better. Because, you know, it's a country music song. I'll probably talk about drinking, having some fun, mm. doing some good things. Let's... Oh, first of all, shout out to the dude <laughs> who's playing a guitar that's just laying down on the table. <laughs> that one was cool. I personally liked the bassist who looked really upset and tired of Toby's shit. He'll probably like, come up again. Oh, to- hey, Toby. Toby, you don't... You fucking know that Wanda's my wife, right? Don't kissy-face at me, Toby. To- Toby, you know that Wanda, she's my wife. <laughs> well, yeah. Yep. All right, play it. Right. So the only balls to the wall are mine, you got it? Those are my balls to the wall. Okay, let's go. Friends, about three hours later, she come rolling back in. Well, a boss man really jumped her. of swerve would could be humanly possible <laughs> let alone in a toby keith music video where it's like i'm gonna talk about wanda so you automatically think oh toby's gonna get with wanda in the end like this is gonna be like one of those cool romance southern songs no she's just been smoking the gone <laughs> that wacky tobacco it's like, he, she's been smoking, you know that phrase that nobody's used since 1998? Well, Toby Keith used it, and it's all about you, Wanda. Can we discuss the fact that this is not a bad song, either? I am literally I, sitting here, every time we play it, I am kind of tapping my toes, like, oh, damn it. This is like, a good song. The music is actually pretty good. Um, Can I also say that wonderful little, like, bit of special effects that goes in front of Toby Keith's <laughs> face when he says wacky tobacco. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that as well. Here, let's... Okay, let's, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> nope, nope, we're going to need to analyze that. Go back. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm going to... <laughs> so we have Bob Marley, Toby Keith. There we go. <laughs> just, I want this on a shirt. I know we can't sell it, but damn it, I want this shirt. It's so fucking good. <laughs> like, I would also like to throw back that, like, as Toby is singing this, he's not playing his guitar anymore. He's holding on to it like he is in the middle of a bad trip, and he fe- <laughs> and he's like falling into the ether. What? And that guitar is the only thing that's holding him back to the real world. Can we address that Toby is playing this like he is on that wacky tobacco right now as well? <laughs> like it's the old. All right, pl- play. It. Let's proceed. Okay. Kick back and let it do what it do. Excellent timing there, good sir. Jesus! What is this? I can't even describe what I'm seeing in front of my face right now, but... Well, I'll start with the easy part. It's a carton of weed cigarettes. For, like, like, that's the best way I can describe them. They are weed cigarettes. Called called Wheaties. They say smooth and mellow. Then you have someone in a Bob Marley hat with dread smoking a doobie. However... Who the fuck is this guy? 
I don't. He's in a full suit. He's too. like in a full suit. He looks like a congressman, and he has a hole in his mouth for look. It looks like only oh, for doobies. Oh shit! Of course, it's Paul Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, with uh, just yo. the re- eyes as red as the devil's dick, like. They are so re- okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. We gotta. <laughs> Wait, hold on! Hold on! <laughs> this whole sequence is one of the greatest things. Wait, Toby. were those Toby's arms? Go back, because it looked like two other arms were pretending to be Toby's. No, I want to go back to right before like <laughs> this transition because you need to see Toby Keith's teleporting powers in action. <laughs> yeah, we after discovered all these this. years. We discovered this in. Uh, okay, it, there's Toby. A while ago. There's, hey, Toby. there's Toby. Toby's playing the guitar. All right, now watch. He, you, you'll blink and you'll miss it, but Toby Keith is about to teleport. Okay. Oh, and now he's standing and also humping his guitar. Now he's telling a story about bears. Now he's got super, super big arms. <laughs> you can't take the heat, vaporizer. And in case you didn't know, this was a country song. He did describe smoking weed out of a Budweiser can. He was like, let's do this. Okay. At this point, hold on. Can I just t- can we talk about this screenshot, which has Toby <laughs> Keith like, yeah, this is my video. It's amazing. And in the back, fucking Mario is just like, oh, Mister Keith, Mister Keith's having him a day. I can tell. <laughs> Mister Keith, that's the bus. That's the bus driver. Like Mister Keith, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Oh God. Okay, this raises a question. Okay. Because he he un- seems to understand some lingo, do you think that how how often has Toby Keith partaken? Today, <laughs> today. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I think five times today, and we're recording today. this at one in the morning. And I do not mean yesterday bleeding into one a.m. I mean, midnight to 1 a.m. He's already lit up five oh, times. Five times. So he's like, at this point, he's like at .5 Snoop Dogs. Yeah. He's at half a Snoop. He's at half a Snoop Jesus. Like, a, one Snoop Dog of measurement in weed terms is massive, guys. I want you to understand that. Uh-huh. Okay, let's, keep, let's see what Toby thinks is real big. <laughs> Guitar player in the back was the best during that. Yep, yep. Oh god. Okay. This is sad because we can see Toby's graying hair. Yeah. Oh man. Let's get. Oh, look, look at, at that these good. effects. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh! It's <laughs> Willie! It's Willie Nelson! Of course it's Willie Nelson! How do you think Toby Keith got so much weed power? He used Willie Nelson as his teacher. This is like Ray and Luke Skywalker. (laughs) The last stoner. So, just imagine if you will, Toby Keith flies to Hawaii to like the super uh, hippie compound that Willie Nelson lives at. Yeah. And he walks up. I think that Willie Nelson lives in a super hippie compound in Hawaii. That makes me happy. I feel like I've read about that before. Don't Citation needed, but... Okay, go on. Just, just, just keep that in your Willie Nelson headcanon. So Willie's just sitting at the top of a cliff overlooking, like, the waves. <laughs> wind and is blowing his air. Wind is blowing. Uh, and then he turns around and he sees Toby Keith. And Toby Keith just holds up a just a bag. He's got like an ounce in there, boy. Willie, we need you back. <clears throat> One more and, like, ride. <laughs> Willie just looks and he stares. And then there's this huge panoramic shot 
of Toby holding out the weed. Just just the exact same as the end of Star Wars Episode 7. <laughs> alright, alright. Okay, let's see. What, what's Willie gonna do? <laughs> He's just gonna kinda groove to it, and then immediately doob up. He doobs up, and he's got his guitar. Oh! Oh! Cotton There's some mouth. more of that editing, that beautiful cotton mouth cotton. editing. God, uh, Scotty, you're gonna need to get me some of this Okeechobee Kush this that Okeechobee Toby's talking about. Kush? Yeah, boy. Oh my God, this is great. I was worried this wasn't gonna be enough for us to really BS about, but Jesus, it is giving. It's the gift that keeps giving. It is all on one bus. It's beautiful. It's like waiting mm-hmm. for Godot. It takes place in one place. <laughs> And see, the best part is, like, at the end, nobody can ever leave. They've got, <laughs> they've Hotel california themselves into this weed bus with Willie Nelson. And Toby Keith. They're in bus <laughs> purgatory. I mean, some people would see this as bus paradise. <laughs> oh, bus paradise. Oh! Just address the fact that Toby Keith definitely just told us what his favorite weed strain is. Yeah. He's like, Reddit Sensimilia. Whatever the fuck that is. I don't. I don't. You know what? I like to think. Where does Toby Keith live? Not, I'm going to guess Oklahoma because all the I love this bar and grills are in Oklahoma. Okay. Well, that. That kind of throws a monkey wrench into my um Get some red hair ideas. Sans- sarsaparilla or whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. I'm just saying, because if he lives in a state that recently like legalized recreational marijuana, he could have theoretically never been a pot smoker and gone from zero to this <laughs> in like two years. <laughs> well, like, I think... um. I think he's always partaken because he had a song in 2003 called Weed with Willie, which is essentially what this is right here. Just true. So, maybe. But maybe this is just Toby Keith's, like, his full-on coming out party. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I get that wacky to baggy. Alright, let's continue this. Okay, hold on. For some reason it... Hold on, something's happening to where, like, I was, let's go. What? Oh my Ooh. god. It was just, like, those smoke effects. They were creeping up on Willie's face, and they were grabbing him. The smoke Ooh. effects were about to kill Toby. <laughs> oh, no, oh, Toby. Look at you. Look how terrified he looks. He's look so at the scared. <laughs> oh. Whoa, is okay, that a bar? Is that a full bar behind Toby? I think I would. Of course it is. It's Toby Keith's tour bus. I want to live on oh, Toby man. Keith's tour bus in heaven. Let's finish this up. Yep. Nope. Oh, <laughs> and if you thought they this got was the a munchies. joke and they weren't high, look at all this oh. food. Look at the bowl Dude. of cheese puffs. So, there is pizza, burgers, cheese puffs. They are just going ham. What is that? This is, is that heaven. Just, is that a bunch of tater tots with a pickle? What looks like a burger? Like <laughs> just a burger patty? Some let. What is that? I think That's not food. There's onion rings. The cheese balls. They have a whole bowl of cheese balls. <laughs> it is not like a nice bowl. It is a pot. A pot which is used for cooking spaghetti noodles in. And they're like, nah, this is probably something good to put cheese balls in. Oh no, there's there's spaghetti in it. <laughs> it's just mixing that up. This is better than meatballs, bro. These are cheese Ugh. balls. Hey, Toby, Toby, I forgot to cook the spaghetti. It's just in the pot. Oh, I don't know. Don't worry, but pour the cheese balls in. It's fine. <laughs> 
It's bad to worry about if I was just put that cheese mm, Give me some there. of that crunchy spaghetti. Crunchy <laughs> noodles. Give me those num nums. Give me them Toby's num nums. Toby's num nums. Toby's oh. num nums. Oh, <laughs> no, all of Toby's num nums. They're going on the floor. No, they're on the floor. Look at how many num nums are in the floor. You've ruined Toby's num nums. I can't believe you, red shirt, purple shirt, dude. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, the lead singer of Buck Cherry is there. <laughs> and a humanized Sharpay puppy in the background. Oh, man. This man is eating a piece of pizza that's got cheese that's on it. I was just saying, are those Cheez-Its or Doritos or there's something <laughs> that should there's not be something. on pizza? Nor Look how and sad the guy looks <laughs> in the back. He's so disappointed <laughs> that this guy got the last piece of pizza. No, he's just like, that's not how pizza's supposed to work. You're not supposed to put Cheez-Its on there. Don't do that. Greg, Greg, he no. Clearly he has not had enough wacky to baggy. You've gone too far, Greg. Oh, God. You don't got any Fritos? <laughs> you don't got any Fritos? The last line. Y'all got any Fritos? Fucking music video. Jesus, I love you, Toby Keith. I love you, Toby Keith. You're my favorite thing. I can't Jeez. believe it. I just, I still can't get over the fact that Toby Keith has turned into, like, everybody's weird gray-haired uncle <laughs> that makes, like, really, that makes really weird motions with his mouth. Well, and wacky, tobacky, he moves with his whole head. Oh my god, this music video has had everything that I... Never knew that I wanted in a music well, let video. Let me tell you something, Blake Tanner. This is Toby Keith here, and I'm here to tell you today. <laughs> you today. I'm just moving Holy my shit. head and mouth around. Gonna have me a good one. A good day. A good day, Toby Keith. Okay, Uncle Toby. Come on, let's go back to bed. Have you ever had any of that go wacky tobacco, boy? Shh. Back to bed, Toby. <laughs> You do drugs, Billy. Yeah, you know I do. <laughs> of course I do. I'm your uncle. Um, I'm your uncle, Toby Keith. <laughs> I'm your uncle. <laughs> you sound like you had My some name's Billy. I'm Billy, Uncle Billy. Your nephew. I'm your nephew, and my name is Uncle Billy. <laughs> my parents wanted to confuse some people. Yep. Actually, Uncle Toby was the dude that named me. Ha <laughs> Alright, you're his uncle. What should you name him? Uncle. Yeah, we understand uncle. you're his uncle. What should his name be? I think Uncle. Uncle. Uncle, uncle. Billy. Well, That's what I was well, I guess saying. we we gotta defer to Toby on this one. I mean, Toby seems right. He seems like he knows what he's talking about. You're damn yep. right I do. My name's Toby Keith. And uh, I am the best. Pro singer in the world today. 365 million. Five, three, I was he about to sing Rent? 536,600 minutes. How can you compare a day in the Toby? Mmm, Toby. Look at that Toby, that delicious Toby. Mm. Um, Toby, stop licking the mirror. <laughs> And, uh, well, I just, I still can't get over the fact that he is a man who is currently worth more than me and you combined will ever be worth. Like, ever. Yep. It's so, like, and if you want to help me and Blake be worth a little bit more, go mm -hmm. to patreon.com slash a load of BS and just donate a little bit of money. It's basically a weekly or a monthly subscription where you give us a little bit of money every single month just to help out with the show. It's a lovely donation. We love you for it. We'll accept it willingly, and we do have perks for you over there. Perk for everybody. doesn't matter how much you donate, whether it's $50 to $100. You will be one of the many to see the BS Rev Up. That's right. Our show where before the show, 
where me and Blake kind of try not to care so much and instead just sit here and talk about Toby Keith's net worth and talk about a bunch of shit and it goes on there. That's where I pull our cold <laughs> opens from. It's all there. And that's the BS rub up and all of our lovely patrons get it over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. But if you want a little bit of something extra, a little something more, a little something, something, donate a dollar. And you will have your name shouted every single week, like the Patreon Saint Deborah A. Moore, like Scott Moore, like Megan Bolden, like all of the greats. Donate $5 and you will get weekly motivational videos from me or the Bean, just helping you get through the week. And of course, $30, ladies and gentlemen. And you know, earlier we were talking about our merch website, now we get a brand new shirt every single month. I design something new for you every single month. Well, if you don't want to have to worry about the shipping costs, about going to the website, about having to worry about buying stuff every single week, well, just donate $30 to our website and you will be in the BS Booty Box, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, the BS Booty Box. You get a brand new shirt from us every single month. We ship it out to you. We ship out some extra goodies. I'm actually thinking about getting us stickers on the website and getting Ooh. cool shizit like that because I know not everybody wants to spend a shit ton on Stuff like that. So, yeah, you could probably get some stickers, get some a handwritten note. Actually, probably not, but you might get some signed shit, get some cool shit. And the BS Booty Box, ladies and gentlemen. And all of that is available to you at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And now back to that wacky tobacco. How is this episode not over yet? This one? How, like, I feel like we just spent five years watching Toby Keith. Really? It felt really short to me. And then I went back to OBS, which is our recording software, and I was like, oh, shit. We're like, we, we, we had a solid segment on that one. Cool. Because, like, we, we got finished, and you went into the ad break, and I'm like, oh, shit. We have another segment <laughs> after this. We still have more stuff to talk about. And I just, I feel bad because, like, uh, when I'm thinking about leaving Florida, like, I don't, I'm not going to miss much. But I will, <laughs> like, I'm sad because I ended up getting a job that I really enjoyed and, like, had cool people there at uh, T-Rex Cafe. And so now I'm kind of sad because I'm going to miss all those people. Everything else could kind of suck a dick, but T-Rex was cool. And so since there was, like, a mammoth and some stuff there, uh... I decided to look up the Ice Age films. Oh, boy. Because, like, most of it Wh is weird. Like, the Ice Age films, at some point... Like, because the first one was really, like, emotional. Like, I remember crying during the first yeah, Ice Age the first movie. one was an amazing movie. Cut to the fifth one, where I'm fairly sure... They try to kill all life on Earth. <laughs> there are five Ice Age movies? Yes. And here, hold on, let's see. In this film, while trying to bury his acorn, aren't we all big men, uh, Scrat mm. discovers a UFO and launches it into space and accidentally sends thousands of deadly meteors to the Earth, causing problems for the herd. Yeah, that sounds like it would cause a couple problems. When Manny and the others meet up with Buck and learn that a very deadly meteor is coming to Earth, they must go on a life-or-death mission to stop it. So basically, the fucking apocalypse is happening. And I'm Do you remember? Hold on, I just want to read. It has a 15% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which called it unoriginal and unfunny. Oh, jeez. They did not hold back. Yeah, so what were you saying? Do you remember when Ice Age was about, like, the classic hero's journey, the coming of age, the taking responsibility movie, the, like, finding new friends in enemies shit? Yeah. And do you remember how that never happened again? Yeah, it was one movie and then everything else got really weird. What happened to the baby? I mean, I know they returned him, but what happened to the baby? What happened to the humans? Yeah, um... I mean, his mom fucking died. <laughs> Dude, don't bring that up. 
I want to like. Okay. She fucking gave the baby to a woolly mammoth, and then she fucking died. And we're just like, yeah, you can see. She like died you can this. not knowing if this wild animal that she presented her baby to had gotten trampled to had trampled the baby to death or not. Uh, well, you know, it's Ray Romano, so it's probably gonna be okay. The mom, the mom was just like, everybody loves Raymond. He's like, yeah, thanks. I voiced a guy on that show called Raymond. This is a very good show. Thank you for, uh, thank mm-hmm. you. You want me to sign something? Thank you for- yeah, sign and my- And then she's gone. Sign my baby, and then take my baby to his father. Oh, okay, I can handle that. Then another, then another mammoth comes up, like, okay, Raymond, we understand. <laughs> oh, Raymond, are you ready to go? I'm, I'm just really curious about the Ice Age collision course plot. Let's see. Scrat accidentally activates an abandoned alien ship where he sends a bunch of asteroids. Meanwhile, Manny is worried about the upcoming marriage between Peaches and her fiance Julian. What? What? Who, who are these? Who are what? these characters? <laughs> what? <laughs> who the fuck is Peaches? Who's Julian? What? Peaches? What the fuck? Ray Romano had a baby. Ray Romano Wooly Mammoth has a baby named Beaches. And apparently he's marrying... Oh, that's dope as fuck. He's marrying a Wooly Mammoth named Julian who's voiced by Adam Devine. He's like, hello. Mm, yes, I'm a Wooly Mammoth. I'm going to marry your daughter. Oh, God, that's pretty cool. There is a lot of known actors voicing these characters that I did not mm-hmm. know. Like Adam Devine, who I have to basically do a Jack Black impersonation to sound like, you know? This movie had Nick Offerman in it, voicing a dinosaur. A handsome dromaeosaur. Let's see, uh... Simon Pegg was in this movie. Diego and his wife Shira want to start a family, but their fierce appearance tends to scare kids. What are they adopting? You don't have to worry Seriously. about... Sid... You're... Oh, no. Sid is dumped by his girlfriend just as he is about to propose. Welp. The sad... Like, the comic relief character has the saddest opening to this. Sorry, John Leguizamo's character. Just, I'm sorry. It's just not... It's sorry. not gonna work out. This has now become the Scotty knows how to do almost every Ice Age character's voice. I'm a little... I'm very impressed. I can't do Dennis Leary. I wish I could. It would just be like a really weird New York accent that yells every few minutes. Neil deGrasse Tyson is in this movie. (laughs) What? And he is the weasel astronomer who presumably figures out the fact that they're all going to die. His name is Neil DeBuck Weasel. Oh my god, my future wife Lily Singh was in it, too. Awesome. Oh, jeez, man. During Manny and Ellie's wedding anniversary party, some of the asteroids strike the place, and they barely escape with their lives. What the fuck, Ice Age? Meanwhile, at the underground cavern, Buck... Who the fuck is Buck? Um, Buck oh, is Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg's character. He's a one-eyed weasel. Uh, Buck, oh, I remember his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He returns a dino egg right back to its rightful owner after it was stolen by a trio of dromaeosaurs, and Buck discovers an ancient stone pillar and takes it to the surface. What the fuck is this Game of Thrones bullshit? Okay, so this is ancient aliens, like, straight up. Yeah. Uh, Buck explain, spl- explains, explains to her that according to the pillar, the asteroids had caused several extinctions in the past, and a massive one is still incoming. What? <laughs> I know how this story ends. He believes the only place they could find a clue to stop it is on the site of the impact of the previous ones, as according to its engravings, they all fall at the same place. Well, that's not how th- anything works, but... What? However, How does, mm. the three dromaeosaurs... What the fuck does a dromaeosaur even look like? Dromaeosaurs? Oh, they're... They're... They're bird dinosaurs. Oh, they're like shitty raptors. They're like a shitty raptor! <laughs> Let me see. Yeah. 
I like the very second thing on it is Dromaeosaur oh. Ice Age when you put it into Google. Oh, they are. They're like little shitty bird raptors. I I can't believe. I cannot fathom the idea of Nick Offerman voicing one of these pissy little creatures. No, he's the dad. He's the uh, dad. The three Does he have a mustache? Over, they overhear the conversation and Gavin and Gertie just Who the fuck are these? Fuck it, I don't care. Gavin and Gertie, yeah, best characters, t 2017. Uh, they decide to stop them, believing that they could be safe from the impact as they can fly. Thus, not only getting their revenge on Buck, but also... What? What? Gavin and Gertie, who are... Oh, they're, they're the dromaeosaurs, okay. They decide to stop the fucking main dinosaurs or as far stop Ray Romano from doing things um they decide to stop them believing that they could be safe from the impact because they can fly thus not only do they get their revenge on Buck but they kill all mammals and secure domination for their species what <laughs> what Ice Age is real big problems like, it started off as what? a bunch of small emotional problems. Now it's real big, like, what the fuck problem. We are not even halfway through this plot synopsis. Holy shit. As the herd travels to the crash site, they discover that the asteroids have electromagnetic properties. Because fuck it. How the fuck do these woolly mammoths... Look, if Juggalos can't understand magnets, how do woolly mammoths have a chance? Whoop, whoop, motherfucker. I think this has electromagnetic properties. <laughs> Buck theorizes that if a huge quantity of smaller asteroids could be gathered and launched into orbit, they could attract the main asteroid and prevent it from falling. That's not how things work. That's <laughs> not how that works at all. So basically mm -mm. their plan is to get a bunch of rocks and toss them into space. Okay. Oh. My god. After facing several obstacles and in the interference of the shitty raptors, the herd arrives at Geotopia, a community of immortal animals formed inside one of the asteroids that have fallen long ago, where Sid meets Brooke, a female ground sloth who falls in love with him. However, Shangri-Lama, oh. Shangri-Lama, oh. the leader of Geo... I was about to say Zootopia, because I was thinking <laughs> of better movies. The leader of yes. Geotopia refused to cooperate with Buck's plan to send the city crystals into space in order to prevent the imminent impact, as they are the key to the resident's longevity. Oh, what the fuck? This is like some, like, end-game emotional shit. If you take the crystals, they die. Sid inadvertently... Well, fuck! What? Sid inadvertently destroys the whole city when he attempts to remove one of the crystals to present Brooke with, immediately aging them to their true ages and revealing their actual appearances. Now it's like fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Holy fucking horseshit. He destroyed a whole city. Once Brooke convinces the Geotopians that preventing the asteroid's fall is more important than their lost youth, okay, I don't think it's the lost youth that's the problem here. I mm. think it's the fact that they're all about to fucking die. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't be like, oh, you sassy. It's okay. You're still beautiful in your old age. It's like, no, no. I'm about to die. Help. Um, let's see. They and the herd help with Buck's plan. I like that they're now called the herd, which is mm -hmm. the crew. <laughs> it's bullet herd. Four, 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 four life. Four life. Uh, I think I think they got that name somewhere, like, along the way. It's gotta be it. Uh, they help with Buck's plan, which is to fill up a geyser with the crystals, so the pressure launches them into space to draw the asteroid away. Once again, that's not how this works. Mm. The Drumiosaurus attempt to intervene, but Buck convinces Roger, which is, I guess, the cooler whatever, that they will not be able to survive, and he in turn convinces Gavin and Gertie to help. The plan works, and the asteroid is pulled back into space. Because fuck it, right? Fuck Wouldn't it. Wouldn't it be great if it didn't? 
and it just didn't work. And the end of the movie is just like, deal with it, kids. You Scotty, weren't even alive. I just read the I just read the epilogue, and it is buck wild. Okay, the herd then de- I'll get to it. The herd departs back home, including Sid, who parts ways with Brooke. Oh no! But after they leave, an asteroid piece falls inside a hot spring, giving it rejuvenating properties. So it literally made the fountain of youth. It made yep. the Geotopians and Sid's grandmother, who stayed behind with them. What the fuck? When was Sid's grandmother in this? Don't know. They regain their youth. After the herd returns, Manny re- reconciles with Julian, Peaches, and Julian, which are my favorite characters in the whole mm. thing. So, hey guys, it's me, Adam Devine. I'm Julian. Still getting a little Tim Curry. And I'm Peaches. I'm Peaches. And my name is, hey guys, I'm Devine. Diego and Shira become heroes to the kids who were scared of them before. You're not going to adopt. Like, what the fuck? You're going to make your own baby. (laughs) Yep, once again, not how parenting works. A rejuvenated Brooke appears during the ceremony to reunite with Sid. Aw, so she's a young one now. In the film's epilogue, Scrat keeps struggling to to control the alien ship until it crashes on Mars, destroying all life on the... Destroying all life on the planet. Of Mars. So all of the advanced alien species that were on Mars got wiped out by a squirrel. A squirrel rat, which makes it worse. You know, you said the epilogue was nuts. I'm a big fan of the mid-credits scene. In a mid-credits scene, Scrat finds his acorn and gets beaten by some doors. What? Oh, boy. Jesus. What? I don't... Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night, everybody. So, Blake Tanner, what did you learn this week? (laughs) I learned that when... uh, When Toby Keith is smoking that wacky tobaggy, his mouth movements get all whacked out. Waggy. And I learned that if I want just the sweetest, sweetest cum to go to a hot... Oh, God. Pick me up some sugar cum pills. Fucking... Um, <laughs> ah, fucking shit. Um, Jeez. So, Blake, where can they find you? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. At sugarcum.com. <laughs> The face of sugar cum. <laughs> the faces of sugar cum. Yep. Um, you can find me at the Darkroom Vidya, Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A on YouTube. I've been watching a lot, of, a lot of you guys' stuff. It's really fucking good. Like, I'm shocked that it's good. <laughs> it's very it's very fun, especially BJ and Josh. They are the most prolific video Yeah, they put out people. a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find me at Scotty Mo on Twitter. That's S C O T T Y E M O. You can buy my book on Amazon. That's Quizel Corp. Q U E Z A L C O R P. Make sure to get it. Quizel Corp Risen. All the good stuff. Uh, make sure to go on iTunes, rate, and subscribe to us. Or if you haven't watched our YouTube version of this, you can actually watch us live. You can see our faces. You can watch the wacky tobacco music video along with us, which is a lot better than having to listen to it which I know is kind of mm-hmm. shitty, so I'm, I'm sorry about that. We're just trying to promote some shit. But yeah, rate us on iTunes, subscribe to us on YouTube, do all the good shit, just so, you know, YouTube knows, hey, these guys are cool, and just so iTunes is like, oh, we need to, like, probably recommend these to people. Good hey, stuff. And uh, get, us, get us out there. Get, word of mouth, that's the best way. Word of mouth. What that mouth do, though. What that mouth do when you got the sugar come in you. Um, well, when you got those mouth movements those, by Toby Keith. Those m- mouth movements by Toby Keith. Um, <laughs> and as always, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to go to a load of pure BS.com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook. Donate to our Patreon. And you can find both of us on Twitter at a load of pure BS. Except no substitutes, bitches, and we will see you next week. Boom. Oh. <laughs>